the solution was to toss me overboard. And they fulfilled the request, not because they desired to, but because the sea would not come. God was getting my attention, not just mine, but everyone on board. Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm so glad that you could join me for day three on the series of Jonah. Over I went. Filled with fright. The next thing I knew, I'm overwhelmed with, with the sea. A big monster of the sea was swallowing me whole. I didn't die. I can't believe I'm still alive. Three long days I spent in the belly of this creature, smelly and wet, alone and afraid. Darkness I sat in for three days, and in the midst of the noises of the sea I realized this was God's mercy for me. So in my heart I did repent. My assignment was waiting for me. I knew, now know. There is no place I can hide or run away from God. He was the one, the God who is everywhere. We have been doing a series on Jonah, and this is day three. If you have not checked out day one and day two, I encourage you to do so. Day one was kind of talking about the call and the assignment. Day two was more focused on the fact of the response, how Jonah responded to the assignment and how God responded to how Jonah responded to the assignment. And now we're going to kind of focus on Jonah being in the belly of the fish, being in the belly of the fish. Because when I really stopped and began to think about that, Jonah was alone. He was by himself. The mariners, they tried to save him. They tried to roll him back to shore. They tried, but they were no match against the might of the sea. And God was the one who was allowing it because God was the one who needed to deal with Jonah concerning this assignment. God was the one who who was in control of everything. So God prepared a fish to swallow up Jonah. He wasn't going to let He didn't allow Jonah to die. He didn't allow Jonah to die when they tossed him overboard. I imagine the mariners didn't want to throw Jonah overboard because they didn't want him to die either. But it wasn't in their hands to save Jonah. Sometimes we go through life and we try to save people from situations when really the only thing we need to do is place them in God's hands because God is the one that has to deal with them. We can't save everybody. We cannot say God is the one that saves people. It's we are the ones that do our part. We behave in obedience. We act in obedience. We do our part. They did their part in searching out who was responsible for the storm and for the sea. But then after they found out, they had to carry out the thing that Jonah told them to do. You have to toss me overboard. You have to toss me overboard. Meaning you have to put me in God's hands. It's it's in God's hands what happens to me next once you toss me overboard. And what did God do? He sent one of his creations, this big fish, to swallow Jonah up. 
So Jonah did not die in the midst of the sea. Jonah did not die. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read chapter 2 of Jonah. It says, Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. Can you just imagine just sitting inside of a fish's belly and the things that probably were in there? The things that were probably in there and he was wet. Can you just imagine sitting in there wet and in darkness for three days and three nights? That that just doesn't seem like it would it would feel good. So it says in verse two and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord an affliction that he brought upon himself. And he heard me out of the belly of hell cried I and thou heardest my voice. Thank God that he can hear you no matter where you place your feet, no matter where you make your bed. Thank God that he is willing to be open to our cries. Thank God that he heard Jonah after he told, after he pretty much rejected what God told him to do. After he tried to run away and hide, God saved his life. Not only did God save his life, but he heard Jonah's cry. He heard him in the midst of what he was going through. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again towards thy holy temple. The waters come past me about, verse 5 says, even to the soul, the depth closed me around about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought me up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. My God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord. He says, when his soul fainted within him, he remembered the Lord. And my prayer came unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lie in vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee, unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. Even in the midst of what he was going through, even in the midst of what he brought on himself, even in the midst of being there alone, being a, in a place of just having to be alone by yourself and God having to deal with you one-on-one with the fine thing. I will pay that, I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. He said, I will pay you, Lord, what I have vowed to you. What vow have you made to the Lord is what I want to talk about on today. What vow have you made to the Lord? Sometimes we make we make promises to God and we tell God, hey, I'm going to do this for you. My yes, Lord, I give you my yes, Lord. God, I'm going to give you my yes. And then when God wants to comes to you and he wants you to go through and follow through with your yes, do you respond in a way that says, okay, God, I'm going to finish what I vowed to you. What, the promise that I made to you, Lord God, I'm going to carry it out. I'm going to carry out this, this thing that I made to you, this, this, this promise. Whatever it is that I promise you, I'm going to make sure to carry it out. Because we expect God to be faithful. When he gives us a word, we expect him to be faithful. And he is faithful. He is faithful. God will carry out his word. He does carry out his word. But it requires our obedience. It requires us doing the thing that we also told that the Lord that we were going to do. Whether that's, yes, Lord, I will serve in your temple. Yes, Lord, I will do whatever it is that the Lord has put on your heart to do. Yes, Lord. 
if you have given the Lord a yes and you have made a vow to the Lord and some of you, you pray and you say, Lord God, if you do this thing for me, then I'll do this thing for you. Some of you have made those prayers and then God has allowed things to happen in your life and you did not perform what you said you were going to perform. You did not do it. Even though he He fulfilled the, the first part of his request, what about the second part of your request? And that's not to say that, you know, I'm not trying to bash anybody. I'm just basically saying that sometimes blessings can be hindered in your life because you haven't done the thing that you said that you were going to do. You haven't fulfilled the, the vow or the request that you made to the Lord. And the example that I can give, I give an example of uh, following through on one. Um, I made a, uh, I told Lord, I told the Lord when I was, uh, I think it was my junior, junior year in college. I really wanted to get to the prayer meetings. And I think I gave this testimony before, but um, to keep it short, the, the thing that I said was, Lord God, if you help, if you bless me to be able to get this card, then I will make sure that I get to the prayer services in the morning. And so the first part of that was the Lord blessed me with the car. And so then I had to do something after that, meaning I had to fulfill the thing that I told the Lord that I was going to do. Even now, the things that I've told the Lord yes to, he's expecting me to do those things. He's expecting me to perform my yes because he's going to perform the yes. God is more than willing and capable and able to do whatever it is you need him to do. But the thing about it is, are you walking in obedience? And that's just not for y'all. That's for me, too. Stacy, are you walking in obedience? Because sometimes I'm looking like, Lord God, why in the world it just don't seem like um, this is working out for me? <laughs> or why does not, that not seem like it's working out for me? And then it's like, you know what? Maybe there's something else I need to do that I'm not doing. <laughs> I have to tell myself that sometimes. And sometimes I do have to go back and I have to really look at my life and be like, you know what? I need to do this or I need to do that um, because I haven't um, done everything that I told the Lord I was going to do. And so I have to make sure that I'm following through on that. Sometimes you find yourself in the belly of the fish and you don't realize you're in the belly of the fish. Why are you alone right now? Is God dealing with you concerning something? Don't You don't have to be um, ignorant concerning your life. This is why it's so important to seek God. You know, you may be in the dark for a little bit. For a while, Jonah was in the dark. He had to come to himself. He had to come to himself and realize who is the one that allowed the fish to come and swallow you up? Who is the one that brought the, brought the storm so that they that you can be dealt with. And when you realize, okay, it was God that's been in control this whole time. Let me go and seek him concerning why I am I in this state and why am I in this position? And sometimes, y'all, it, it may not be something that you're necessarily doing wrong. Sometimes it's just a matter of I'm afraid. I'm afraid to do whatever it is that God is asking me to do. Don't you know that God can help you with that fear? And sometimes you may not even recognize that it is fear that's holding you back. Sometimes it's you still need to heal from this. And uh, I need your heart to be at a certain point because if I let you go with that in your heart, then I don't need you operating with that thing in your heart. So right now I'm blocking some stuff in your life because I want to deal with this in your heart, whether it's bitterness, whether it's resentment, whether it's unforgiveness, whether whatever it is. Because God is a God. He sets us up for blessing. He doesn't set us up for failure. And so sometimes you, this is why it's so important to stay connected to God so that you can understand why you are where you are in your life, whether that's in the good season or in the bad season. And sometimes there can be blessings all around us and it still feels like there's something missing or it feels, it's, it feels like 
we're still like being blocked or we, it still feels like we're being hindered in something. And sometimes it's a matter of, God, I need to seek you concerning this because I really don't understand why I'm facing what I'm facing. Or I really don't understand why, where, why I am where I am. And sometimes it does have to do with timing. I need you to wait. Sometimes it's I need you to wait right now because it's a certain time that I need this to bring this forth. And it's going to come forth in this season and in this time. And right now I have you on a waiting cycle. And in this waiting cycle, this is how I need you to behave. This is what I need you to prepare for. Sometimes it's why you're in the waiting cycle. God needs to prepare you for some things, prepare you for blessing, prepare you for where you're going. Sometimes it's not a matter of God sees that you're, you're courageous. He sees that you're ready to go forward. He sees that you're you're ready to put the work into it. But right now, I need you to do this. The, I know it seems like it's the slow way, but I need you to take this phase through this phase for me because I'm putting some things in you. I'm building up some character in you. I'm putting some. I'm, I'm getting your mind ready to be able to deal with whatever you're ha- going to have to deal with in the next season. I'm getting your heart ready for whatever you're having to deal with in the next season. And so we have to be able to seek God and to know exactly um, what we need to do. And I'm telling you, if you would seek God, even if he doesn't respond, your the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. And sometimes you just start doing things and not realizing that this is God preparing you. This is God uh, making a way for you. When I before I started this podcast, I was really praying. I was like, OK, God, OK, I'm out here and I'm just like, what do I need to do? And while I was sitting there praying that prayer the whole time. I'm doing, I was recording podcasts before I actually started doing the podcast. The whole time I'm sitting up there recording podcasts, but I never would post them. I would never post them. And then finally one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and post the podcast. And then it just dawned on me. You know what? This whole time I've been really uh, in here just working on this. And it was kind of like God kind of like brought that enlightenment in. And then as I'm going through and constantly finding encouragement to like just keep on like doing certain things in my life and just different things like that. God has just been showing himself to be faithful. Hey, I'm walking with you. He confirms in different ways. Hey, this is me. This is me going forward with you. And it's kind of like building up that confidence that you need in God. And I know that we're talking about Jonah, but I'm just saying everybody is in the, everybody doesn't um, have the same particular instance that Jonah had with running away. Sometimes it's, 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 it's something else different, but you find yourself in the belly of the fish. You find yourself in a place where you have to be separated. You find yourself a place where God kind of puts you alone, where he has to really deal with you concerning some things. And sometimes it's just, hey, it's a matter of, hey, I'm getting ready to, I need to go over you with you this blueprint. I need to, you know how sometimes like when you're um, going through um, different, on your job or like in different life and you have to go through different trainings in order to prepare you for whatever next phase the company is getting ready to go into. I'm pretty sure teachers are familiar with it. I'm pretty sure tech people are familiar with it. Just different different organizations and different um, roles and different things like that. They have to go through periods of trainings. And sometimes the company will send you out by yourself for a training and then you come back and you have to train everybody else. So sometimes God will put you in a place where you are by yourself and he will work with you and he'll work on you. And he'll give you the tools that you need. And you're wondering, why am I having to go through this process? And not only why am I having to go through this process, why am I having to go through this process alone? Why am I having to go through this? And it just seems like the things that I'm trying to get to work out aren't working out. But then that's when you have to open your eyes and see, well, this is what is working out. So I'm just going to keep on praying and I'm going to keep on just um, doing what I know to do. 
until God just keeps on and allow God to keep on changing me, allow God to keep on evolving me, allow God to keep on working on me and keep on praying and keep on seeking God. And I believe that over time, as I begin to pray and begin to see God, that he'll begin to really just bless my mind to be able to understand and begin to open up my eyes to even see even more how he's preparing me and how he's blessing my life and how he's fulfilling the word that he has spoken over my life. As I continue to seek out obedience and to be more obedient, as I continue to seek out how to um, have more faith, as I continue to seek out um, how to operate in faith, faith, as I continue to seek out how to operate in faith, as I continue to seek him out about Lord God, what do you think about this? And as I continue to seek him out and do those things, I'm telling you, God does not mind being a, a co-partner with you in life. He does not. And I'm telling you, there is no better partner to have in life than God. There is no better partner in life than God because he sees the weaknesses that you don't see. He sees the strengths that you don't see. And he built you. He knows what he put in you that you may not even recognize that you have on the inside of you. He knows what he he put inside of you. So I would say if you have, um, especially when you begin to like, vow certain things to the Lord when you make a vow to the Lord I made a vow to the Lord and I won't take it back don't take your vow back from the don't take your vow back from the Lord even if you find yourself in a in a state of just kind of running away or being afraid or even if like in Jonah Jonah's case he just did not want to do it God will put you in a place where you are God will put you in a place um to kind of help you align with the assignments that he has called you to. And you may say, well, that doesn't, Jonah shouldn't have had to do that. But you see, when you have a God that cares about all of humanity, when you have a God that cares about all souls, when you have a God that cares about saving humanity, these people were wicked. This was a whole city. This was a whole city that God needed Jonah to go and minister to. And the only reason why Jonah didn't want to go and minister to them is because he didn't think they qualified for God's goodness. If somebody, if God has called somebody to go and minister to your life and they have the word in their mouth that you need and they tell God, I'm not going to go do it, would you not be upset about that? Just put yourself in Nineveh's perspective. If you are the Nineveh, if you are the Nineveh and God has sent a Jonah out to you, would you, would you want to be the Nineveh and then Jonah doesn't show up? Would you want to be the, the, would you want Jonah to show up or not show up? So Jonah had, so God has to get Jonah to show up for these people because God is a God that shows up and Jonah and whatever God placed in Jonah, Jonah had what Nineveh needed. He had the, God gave him the voice for Nineveh. He gave them the voice for Nineveh. And I know that he gave Jonah the voice for Nineveh because of their response at the end. When we get ready to get to that when we get ready to get to that later on in this um, Jonah series. Sometimes some assignments are just for, for you, specifically for you. Nobody else can do it. Nobody else can fulfill it. You have to do it. You have to do it. And so Jonah had an assignment that he had to do. And God placed that assignment in his life. And the people of Nineveh needed it. I'm pretty sure there were times in your life when you needed a word. I'm not going to say that you were operating wickedly. It could have been something that you just needed a word of confirmation. Sometimes you may have needed a word of truth because you were doing something that wasn't pleasing to God and you didn't understand that you were doing something that was unpleasing. And so 
you were wrestling with that thing and were seeking God on it. And so God had to send somebody to you or, or sometimes it's just different reasons why we are the Nineveh sometimes. And we need somebody to come and give us a sure word from the Lord. And if that, if God is sending someone to give a sure word from the Lord, I wouldn't want that person holding back on me because that's going to that's going to block my progress. That's going to hinder me. And so like vice versa. You got to do unto others as you want done unto you. Do unto others as you want done unto you. Whatever it is that the Lord has placed in for in you to do, that that little that thing that you may think is small and little is so important to somebody. That little that thing that you may think is little or small is life changing for somebody. Even if it's just one person, you don't know what that one that one word that you gave to that one person could change thousands of lives. Or that one word that you gave to thousands of people can go out and, and bless hundreds to hundreds of thousands of lives. Don't don't erase the little small things. Don't erase the little small things. The little small things can lead up to big blessings. And Nineveh needed that word that Jonah had and carried inside of his belly. They needed that. And the thing that I find so interesting about this particular part is because when Jonah stepped into disobedience, he stepped into sin. He stepped into sin. And so he didn't want to go to Nineveh because of their wickedness, but he was doing something that was wicked by disobeying God. And so when God decided to allow that fish to come and swallow him up, that was him saving Jonah. And it's kind of like, well, Jonah, I'm saving you from your wicked behavior. Can you go and bless somebody else with the, with the same thing that I'm doing for you right now? Sometimes God will allow things to come up in our life so that we can uh, be able to relate to who he needs us to minister to. So that he can so he can give us um, some way to be able to connect with them. And hopefully if our heart isn't right in it, then maybe we can get a better understanding and be able to witness and minister the thing in love. When God gives you an opportunity to serve, because we're supposed to serve, when God gives you an opportunity to serve, it's a blessing. It's a blessing that he chose to, he chose to use you to activate, to allow you to activate the gift within you to be able to witness and use it to bless somebody else's life. So Jonah found himself in a place where God could deal with him alone. Alone. Have you ever been in a place of darkness in your life? You're not necessarily in the fish, but just in a place of darkness where it just seems like, you know, you're just alone. You're afraid. There's nobody there around you. Nobody there that you that seems like can help you. Sometimes even when people try to help, just like the um, the fishermen on the boat tried to help him, not the fishermen. I don't know if they're fishermen or not, but they were on the boat. The mariners on the boat tried to help Jonah, but they couldn't help him because God had to deal with him. Sometimes, I'm sorry, but when you love people, no matter how much you love them, sometimes you have to allow God to deal with them. And sometimes God will, um, he will put you in a place where people don't understand you, where people just don't understand you. And then sometimes God will allow things to happen in your life to where it'll convict you in such a way that I'm going to allow this to happen because I want you to see how you're treating me. God will allow certain things to happen to you. Look, this is how this person is treating you and responding to you. Look at how you're responding to me. 
And let me tell you, when you get that type of truth and that type of revelation and God begins to deal with you like that, let me tell you something. That is a sure sign that God cares about the relationship and the connection that he has with you. And he wants you to get it right. It may hurt. It may not feel good. But if you just go through it and receive what it is that the Lord is trying to show you and be willing to change it, it'll open up the door for deeper intimacy with God. Not only will it open up a door for deeper intimacy with God, it'll also open up the door for more blessing in your life. More blessing in your life. So if you are, if God is constantly telling you, I'm go, I'm on this go to church thing, because especially with it, with uh, the COVID thing. And um, sometimes, you know, people understand with some people with different health conditions, and different things like that, gotten comfortable just sitting on the couch doing nothing. And God is like, I need you to get back out and serve. And sometimes you have to build that, that um, capacity right on back up. <laughs> you got to build that capacity right on back up. We are, Jesus is our perfect example, right? And when he came to earth, he came with a servant attitude. He came to serve. And we're supposed to take on that same attitude. Let this mind be in you that is that was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself a servant. He took on the role of a servant. The form of a servant. Being willing to serve. And that's the same attitude that we should have, being willing to serve, not looking to always be served all the time. But how can I serve? How can I help someone else? And I'm not saying stretch yourself so thin to the point that you don't have nothing left for yourself. I'm not saying that. We got to use wisdom in everything. Jesus knew how to separate himself and go to the uh, mountain and pray. He knew how to separate himself and come along with me, disciples, and we're going to sit um, and just chill out by, uh, by ourselves. And he's going to teach them, them some things. Jesus knew how to separate himself. So I'm not saying work yourself to death. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, how are you serving? How are you honoring the fact that you are, that you chose to be part of the body of Christ? How are you honoring the fact that you chose to be a part of the body of Christ? And if you are not a part of the body of Christ, it is an awesome body to be a part of. It is a awesome body to be a part of. Because these are the kind of provisions that God makes for his people. Hey, I'm unwilling to let you um, go through life and sever the connection with me because you don't want to do this assignment. I'm going to help you fulfill this assignment. I'm going to help you feel fulfill this purpose in your life. And over time, you're going to be you're going to thank me for it. You're going to be grateful for it. And I know that we don't see um, how everything worked out and turned out for Jonah. But the way that God was dealing with him. The way that God was dealing with him and how he was so willing to just thinking about God's character. And just just thinking about how God just will save us from ourselves, just thinking about just who God is. I'm just like I I in my heart I believe that it turned out all right for Jonah. Cuz God to me seems like in this short little four passage, this 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 story of just four chapters that God was dealing with Jonah in every single chapter in this book. And what does that tell me? He was dealing with him in every chapter of this assignment. God would deal with you in every chapter of your life. He will. He will. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He knows the things that we need. 
He knows the things that we need to go through. He knows what's going to prepare us and he knows the best things that are going to prepare us to make us the best, to make us shine, to make us to be all that we can be. He knows. He knows the things that will really allow our hearts to just open up and begin to do the things that is in our hearts to do, the things that will open us up and just really do the things that have been purposed in us to do. He knows how to pull different gifts and callings out of us. He knows the different things. And so if you're facing a situation right now, you're kind of like, why am I here? And you've been complaining, you've been going through. I encourage you to see God about it. Because if you're there, there is a reason for it. Whether it's because of you or whether it's because God is allowing it because of something else. But either or, it's for a reason. It's a reason behind it. It's a reason behind it. So I encourage you on today to really go after God. Go after God. Make Jesus big. Make Jesus big. That's what I'm that's what I've been kind of um on. Make Jesus making I'm I've been thinking about um this especially since it kind of um came to me after I heard a song um by Danny Goki and um uh, Korean. Uh I, I just make Jesus big. And I'm thinking like, you know, and I saw, I came back and I had written it down on a piece of paper and I came back and I saw it sitting on this piece of paper, make Jesus big. And I got to thinking again, Lord God, how can I make Jesus, how can I make you big? (laughs) How can you make, how can I make you bigger than my situation? How can I make you bigger than my problems? How can I make you bigger than my circumstances? Beginning to brainstorm how to make Jesus big. Because let me tell you something, when you begin to make Jesus bigger in your life, you begin to make you you talking about having a more better positive attitude. You talking about the epitome of, of, of positive. You talking about the epitome of faith. Jesus. Jesus. So I encourage you on today. I encourage you on today to honor to honor God. If you've told him yes, don't forget about your yes. If you told if you have told, if you have told him um, certain things, don't forget about it, God. And trust me, if you if you have forgotten, if you have forgotten, sometimes I ask God, I'd be like, "What have I told you that I have not performed? That I have not done? That I am not doing? What have I? What vow have I made to you that I am not doing?" And He will bring that thing back to your remembrance. He sure will, because we human beings, we forget stuff. <laughs> We forget stuff and we be like just going on with our life. God to bless us and we be like la 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 yay yay and then all of a sudden boop and we wonder why we hit running into a brick wall and stuff ain't working out for us and this seems to be falling apart and that seems to be falling apart because it was God blessing you and right now you you blessed but the blessings ain't flowing like they was used to because. God was allowing you to flow in that blessing and you still ain't done the the, the thing that you told him that you was going to do while you were walking in that blessing. So he can't open the door to the next blessing. So now you go through this brick wall since you since you go through this brick wall, because right now you you, you don't you don't need God's blessings. (laughs) If that's making sense to you. Is that making if that make if that's making sense to you. And then um, when we begin to do the things that um, we go back and we start remembering stuff and we start doing what it is that God has called us to do, then we'll notice stuff starts working out a little bit better. Stuff starts working out a whole lot better when we step into a mind frame of serving God. When Jonah decided that in verse um, chapter 2, verse 9, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. 
He said, I'm going to sacrifice unto thee with a voice of thanksgiving, meaning I'm going to start being grateful. I'm going to start praising you because you are worthy of praise. I'm going to start thanking you for different things in my life. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. I recognize that you saved me, God, and I'm going to pay you what I owe you. What do you owe God anything? Because sometimes we be owing God stuff and we just keep on asking for stuff, keep on asking for stuff. And God is like, I, you, you, I have been blessing you, even though you owed me something back then. And I still have been blessing you and blessing you and blessing you. And you just will not, you will not pay me what you owe me. And I keep on blessing you. And so I, I, I'm sorry, I got to cut you off. I've I've heard this say, you know, with with um with wealthy um children who's who've grown up in like um wealthier household and how parents will cut them off. I'm gonna have to cut you off because if I don't cut you off right now, then you won't learn your lesson. You won't be able to grow. I'm hindering your growth by constantly giving you, giving this to you, and you don't think that there's no consequences for your actions. I'm, I I can't I can't hinder your your growth. I can't I can't hinder what's inside of you because I'm gonna rotten you. I'm gonna rotten you. And when you're rotten, rotten fruit ain't no good. God don't want rotten fruit. He want fruit reproducing and producing more and reproducing and producing more. That's the kind of fruit God wants. And we're supposed to be having the fruit of the spirit, the nine fruits, right? The fruit of love, the fruit of joy, the fruit of peace, the fruit of love. We're supposed to have some fruit. And if God keep on blessing you and then you thinking that there ain't no consequences to your actions, oh, then you're going to become rotten and you ain't going to be good for nobody. And what happens with rotten fruit? You throw it away. I want to be good, healthy, whole, juicy fruit for somebody to eat and not no doggone rotten fruit. And so sometimes there are consequences to our actions. When Jonah decided that he was going to pay that vow and recognize that salvation is of the Lord, it said in verse 10, and the Lord spake unto the fish. The Lord spoke to the fish, meaning I, can, I got control even over that fish. I can tell it where to vomit you out. I can tell it where to spit you out. I can tell it to swallow you up. I can tell you, to, I can tell it to keep you in there for longer than a week. I can tell, I can, I can command this fish because this fish is my creation. I created it. It says, and the Lord spake unto the fish and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. The fish knew where to vomit Jonah. Don't put Jonah back in the sea. Don't, don't spit him out in the sea. Go spit him out over there on that dry land. And I'm sorry, that is just... <laughs> When I'm still, I'm thinking about this and it's just, it's just amazing to me. It's blowing my mind. God knows where, God knows where in life he is driving you. And he knows when to open the door and let you out. Okay, I'm done dealing with you. Now go do what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. We are, when you are in the kingdom of God, who is the father? Who is the father? And if we are his children, then there is a certain respect and reverence that we're supposed to have for the father. And there is a certain way that he has to discipline us so that we can be good fruit. He has to do that sometimes. Sometimes we have to be disciplined, you guys. And discipline doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always feel good. People who have, uh, people who have found certain success levels in their careers, they have to be disciplined to do that. In order to graduate from, from school, you had to be disciplined to do that. In order to, if you dropped out of school, in order to go and still say, I'm going to go and get my GED, you had to be, you had to, you had to re-discipline your mind to be able to go and get that GED. 
discipline doesn't always feel good. But if you go through the discipline, don't you get the reward at the end? You get the reward at the end. That's why the Lord tells us, despise not the chastening of the Lord. Despise not the chastening of the Lord because it's going to yield the peace, able fruit of righteousness. Righteousness. God wants us to walk upright. Upright. He wants us to walk in righteousness. <laughs> and sometimes we got to be disciplined. He, Jonah had to get right. <laughs> Jonah had to get right. He had to go through some discipline. He had to get right. He had to get right, y'all. And sometimes we got to get right. Sometimes we got to get right. Sometimes we got to look at ourselves and be like, you know what, Lord? Sometimes that's the time when things, especially when things don't work out, that's the time to sit down, regroup, and be like, you know what, God? I need to understand this because there is obviously something going on. I need to know exactly what it is, either if, if it's on my end, Lord God, because I've done something that I wasn't supposed to do, or I'm just, I'm maybe I'm going too fast, or... There is something other reason I'm not doing it in the way that you needed it to be done. Or there's something on your end that you are, that, that there's something. There is a reason why. And if you begin to seek and ask God for that reason, then you will know. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to end this podcast with a prayer. I pray that on today that you will receive something that bless your life and bless your heart. And remember Jonah. <laughs> remember the story of Jonah and how God took him through this process and we're gonna um, go through the Bible talk series ending with um, Jonah and Ju- for July and then next month we're gonna talk about um, King David King David is what we're gonna talk about on next month in August and I believe that's a good place to kind of start and I believe that if you would um, tune in and listen up to the Bible talk then you can learn a little bit more about the Bible if that's something that you are wanting to do and learning more about God because God loves his people. He loves about, he loves people. And he didn't do this. The, he, he took Jonah through for people that were wicked because he wanted the, those wicked people to change their ways. He took Jonah through because he wanted him to go and, and save some people that were not doing what they were supposed to do. He wanted him to go and talk to those people. He wanted him to go and talk to those people. I pray that on today that you will be blessed. And we're and I, I just pray today that you be blessed. And I pray that every day of your life you live blessed and you live it victoriously, knowing that you have the victory, even if you are facing something. Jonah had the victory. Jonah had the victory. You want me to tell you how I know he had the victory? Because if God wanted Jonah to, to drown, he could have left him in that sea. But he didn't, he put Jonah in a place of safety. It may not have felt safe to Jonah because God could have probably easily sent another boat or allowed them to roll him back to land. But who's to say if he would have got back on that land, he would have never just, he would have just kept on running. The people of Nineveh were important to God. It wasn't just Jonah that was important. It just wasn't just who Jonah was around, but it was people that, that weren't, that weren't, they were just wicked, okay? <laughs> they were sinful. So it was people that, that God cared about. God cared about those people. So Jonah went through for a purpose in mind that was greater than himself. Sometimes we go through because the purpose is greater than ourselves. When God gives you something that's greater than you, it's bigger than you, it's God. And whoever it is that he needs your life to reach. And Jonah had an awesome testimony after that. 
been in the belly of a fish and his testimony is still being told. And so I pray that um, you will recognize how God is blessing your life. And I pray that you will recognize just the different things and the different seasons God has allowed you to step into and enter into. And I pray that you will begin to thank the Lord in all things give thanks, for this is the will of Christ Jesus concerning you. Jonah had to give thanks while he was in the midst of being in the belly of that fish. Being alone, being in darkness, being in the midst of the sea, he had to learn to bless God, to give thanksgiving and recognize who it was that was keeping him. Because it says in verse 10, and the Lord spake unto the fish and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Upon the dry land. And we're going to end the podcast right there and we're going to continue to talk about Jonah and and Jonah for the month of July. And I pray that this month has been a blessed month for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your greatness. We thank you for your kindness, God. We thank you, Lord God, for just our seasons of separation, our seasons of being alone, whether we brought them on ourselves, Lord God, or whether we did something, Lord God, to cause it. Father God, we thank you for being in the midst of it both. We thank you for being in the midst of it all. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your grace. Thank you, Father God, for just allowing us to go through the different things that we may not have understood, Lord God, but that was for on purpose, Lord God, and done with purpose. We thank you, Jesus, because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. You are our salvation. You are our hope. You are our love, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for just allowing us to be able to just endure the things that, Lord God, you have uh, allowed to happen in our lives, God. Recognizing, Lord God, that you have been there every step of the way. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your provision, Lord God. I pray for every ear that's listening today, Lord God, that they will receive whatever it is you have for them to do, that they will begin to walk in it with the heart of a servant, Lord God, that they will walk in it, Lord God, recognizing it's because of your grace, Lord God. It's because of your mercy, Jesus. It's because of everything that you do, Lord God, that we are not consumed. Father God, that we are able to do whatever it is that we are doing even now, God. We thank you for just everything that you're doing, everything you're working out. You are the great Father, and there is none like you in all the earth. We bless and praise your holy name. And Father God, I pray for their families, Lord God, that families, Lord God, will begin to recognize purposes and destinies in each other, Lord God, and begin to, Lord God, just push each other, Lord God, and surround each other with love, with purpose, Thank you, Father God, for just um, knitting together families, Lord God. And thank you for just keeping and encouraging, Lord God, those, Lord God, who have been facing a storm, Lord God, those who have coming out, coming out of a storm, Lord God, and those, Lord God, that you are preparing for. I thank you for everything that you're doing and everything that you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You have just tuned in to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with Lynn Stacy. You can go on various podcast platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, and listen in. You can also go on Facebook or Instagram and follow at Lynn Stacy Studios. If today's podcast has been a blessing to you, please share and remember to go forward and be blessed.